I'm Jillian Richards. I'm Samantha Sherris. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Friday, December 9th. Here are today's headlines. My colleague Mary Margaret Olihan reports that journalist Barry Wise unveiled another round of Twitter files yesterday. These latest findings are part of an investigative series revealing Twitter's suppression of conservatives prior to Elon Musk's takeover. Twitter denied that it was suppressing accounts back in 2018. But according to Weiss's recent findings, conservatives including Dan Bongino, Charlie Kirk, and Libs of TikTok were subject to various shadow bans, including trends or search blacklists. According to Weiss, Twitter operatives admitted to using a visibility filter. Twitter reportedly used this tool to block searches for certain users or to limit the scope of a tweet's visibility and to block posts from appearing on the trending page. A Twitter engineer told Weiss, We control visibility quite a bit, and we control amplification of your content quite a bit, and normal people do not know how much we do. Senator Kristen Sinema of Arizona announced she is leaving the Democratic Party and has registered as an independent. Sinema told CNN's Jake Tapper in a Thursday interview that she never fit neatly into any party box. Sinema said removing herself from the party structure will provide a place of belonging for those who are tired of the partisanship. Check out some of Sinema's remarks per CNN. I've registered as an Arizona independent. I know some people might be a little bit surprised by this, but actually, I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, a growing number of Arizonans and people like me just don't feel like we fit neatly into one party's box or the other. And so, like many across the state and the nation, I've decided to leave that partisan process and really just focus on the work that I think matters to Arizona and to our country, which is solving problems and getting things done. Senate Democrats will have a 51 to 49 majority in the next Congress. Two political independents are part of the Democratic caucus. Cinema did not say whether she would also caucus with Senate Democrats, though she plans to keep her committee assignments. Cinema officially announced her decision to leave the Democratic Party in a speech on the Senate floor today. An energy department official who identifies as gender fluid has been charged with stealing a person's luggage for the second time. 8 News Now reported yesterday that Sam Brinton, an official in the DOE's nuclear waste office, was accused of stealing a woman's luggage in a Las Vegas airport. He is now facing grand larceny charges between $1,200 and $5,000. Brinton faces similar charges for an incident in a Minneapolis airport. September 16th security camera footage revealed Brinton stealing a woman's roller bag in the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport. According to the criminal complaint, Brinton was seen carrying the bag through Dulles International Airport. The Department of Energy told the Daily Caller in November that Brinton is on leave as Deputy Assistant Secretary. The Associated Press reports that the former Minneapolis police officer who kneeled on George Floyd's back is expected to be sentenced to three and a half years in prison for manslaughter today. J. Alexander King was one of the officers reportedly involved in George Floyd's death in May 2020. 
King allegedly kneeled on Floyd's back, while former officer Derek Chauvin kneeled on Floyd's neck. For about nine minutes, Floyd said he couldn't breathe and he eventually went limp. King is already serving in federal prison for violating Floyd's civil rights. King pled guilty in October to charges of aiding and abetting second-degree manslaughter. He agreed to a state sentence of three and a half years in prison, which he will serve at the same time as his federal sentence. The first Gen Z congressman to take office says he was denied an apartment in Washington, D.C. 25-year-old Democrat Maxwell Frost won a House seat for Florida's 10th congressional district this November. After moving to Washington, Frost wrote in a Thursday tweet, which reads in part, Just applied to an apartment in D.C. where I told the guy that my credit was really bad. He said I'd be fine, got denied, lost the apartment, and the application fee. Frost told The Guardian in a previous interview that he worked as an Uber driver to help finance his political campaign. Frost added in his tweet yesterday, For those asking, I have bad credit because I ran up a lot of debt running for Congress for a year and a half. He said he didn't make enough money from Uber to pay for his living. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to The Daily Signal Top News. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. I'll be sitting down with John Metz on Monday. He is the president of the Athenai Institute. We'll be talking about the influence of the Chinese Communist Party in colleges and universities in the United States and much more. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving us a five-star rating and review. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great weekend and we'll be back with you all on Monday morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen, Samantha Asheris, and Jillian Richards. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.